Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, if you listened to our podcast yesterday, we explained what the situation was going to be for my Supercoach Draft competition this year. Instead of doing challenges on the day, uh, we were doing a Melbourne Cup sweep and uh, wow... <laughs> fucking what a day it was for me absolute cracker uh the start of the day well not the start of the day sorry about an hour before the race uh we all got our horses for the cup uh you guys know who i was hopeful of getting i i like the number six uh, and i think i can't remember what, what my other number was off the top of my dome off the top of the dome to be honest with you but uh we got our sweep just about an hour before we kicked off and uh, i was very very lucky not a horse I was looking at, to be completely honest with you. Not one I'd bet one. Not you know, not one I, I thought was going to win or anything. Uh, but I managed to get Gold Trip, who of course uh, went on to win the cup in the afternoon at about twenty to one. So we had a little bit of coin on that each way, which got us a bit of money. But more importantly, uh, we now get to choose where we draft for my Supercoach Draft Day twenty twenty three. So uh, super super exciting. There, very <laughs> just so keen for it. I've always ended up pretty well in my. Draft draft comps thankfully I've never ended up in an overly bad spot uh, which has been great but this year to get first pick especially with guys like Tom Trevojevic like Nathan Cleary uh, those two are the only real two that I would look at Uh, so I'll be going one of those and I'm heavily leaning towards uh, the Prince of Penrith at the moment Nathan Cleary so very exciting to lock up a halfback and you know potentially the best super coach player in the game over a whole season Uh, really exciting and that, uh, that puts me in a really good spot heading into next season and what it allows me to do as I said normally we don't find out our draft position until an hour before uh, draft day starts now uh, I've got a couple of months to get myself sorted I know who my first pick's going to be it will either be Turbo or Cleary uh, very likely will be Nathan Cleary though so it allows me to really start to prepare for draft day and just start thinking essentially about pick two and pick three if I've got the halfback or the fullback role filled up with one of those two guys uh, it, it'll it'll allow me to plan around that after. So very exciting and have a lot of work to do over the next few months. Uh, and I I know a lot of you are probably thinking, of course, you're going to go, Nathan Cleary, there's no doubt about it. For me, 
I think you've got to remember that next year, we still don't know what the draw is for starters, so we're not quite sure who all these teams play in the last few weeks. Uh, we're also not sure when buys are going to be. Now, you've got to remember there's four weeks of finals in your Supercoach draft competition. Uh, every week, one team gets a buy. So there's a very good chance that during the finals, one of Nathan Cleary or Tom Trevojevic could have a week off. Uh, and if they have a week off, you know, maybe in round 22 or whatever, you never know. They might have another week off in round 25. So there is a little bit to weigh up here, and we have to get the draw to see their matchups and to see uh, where the buyers fall. For example, if the Penrith Panthers have a buy in round 25 the last week when my grand final is, all of a sudden do I maybe start to lean towards Tom Travojevic. At least I will have him in the grand final. If I look at round 25, and for example, Nathan Cleary has a buy and Tom Travojevic has a game that I think is going to be an easy one, the Dolphins, for example, that I think that they will win and win that one well. I mean, my hands are sort of tied there. I've got to make a decision to go Tommy Turbo. So that's the only reason why I say to you guys uh, that I might go turbo. I definitely want Cleary. The The only thing that would turn me away from going for Nathan Cleary would be the draw and the buy. So it will be interesting if we get a situation where turbo and Cleary both have buys during the final series. All of a sudden, other guys might become a little bit interesting. You know, you, you, Nico Hines, your James Tedesco's, these sort of guys. There are a number of, uh, of options, uh, but I'm definitely leaning towards uh, those guys. So yeah, exciting times to be able to get that first pick. Very, very excited with that. Um, it couldn't have really worked. It couldn't have worked out better at the end of the day. We only had 14 guys in our draft comp. So um, as far as our draft comp went, there was another 10 horses running that didn't belong to anyone. And funnily enough, uh, of those 10 horses, two of them finished in the top three. So the guy that had fourth place, uh, his horse came fourth. He had the favorite. Uh, he's going to have second pick overall, which is going to be interesting. Steve, he's come on a couple of podcasts with me before. He's one of the writers for the Supercoach Playbook, one of my best mates, probably the guy that I talk to most about Supercoach. So uh, it'll be interesting a couple of months with us at one and two, probably make life a little bit easier for us that uh, there won't be all that much discussion about what we're doing in the first pick. But then after that, we're going to be right next to each other. Uh, the guy that got third pick, he's another guy that sort of thinks on our same sort of wavelength as well, a pretty good player there. Uh, the two guys below me haven't won comps before, but they are both good players. So it is going to be tough on draft day. Thankfully, I am going to have back-to-back -back picks, and I absolutely love that. Uh, it'll mean that even if one of those blokes steals one of the guys I want, I can just pick the next guy, and then I'll have a bit of time to do the other one. So that's worked out really well for me. For Steve, who's come second, I think it'll be a little bit tougher. He'll have me next to him, who I'll have two picks, and the guy before him, they think very similar as well. So uh, Steve's going to have to have a couple of guys in mind each and every time, which is going to be tough for him. Now, when I have a look, at who everyone else got. I won't read you through the horses and everything, but I've got first pick. Uh, super exciting. As I said, Steve's got second. Kieran's got third. Three pretty good players there. Then we've got Kurt. He's only in his third or fourth season, so I don't mind him being up there. Uh, Jeremy as well. He, he He's played for a long time, but he... Couldn't give a rat's ass. He'll fade in and out of seasons. So I don't mind that. Then we've got Michael Puella, who's in six. Big Poo. Uh, another guy that I think is better than what he's shown over the last few years, but he has been pretty unsuccessful so far. Had a lot of injuries and whatnot, but you've just got to sort of deal with that stuff when you get into these super coach comps. So as far as, you know, the top six goes, where I think that's where you definitely want to be on super coach draft. I think you want to have a top six pick. I know last year there was injuries and, and, and suspensions that just made it completely um, irrelevant. It was really only Tedesco and Latrell that got to the end and were actually playing. But this year, I think if you're going to have a top six pick, you've gone a long way to winning. 
getting it. And for there to only sort of be three guys that I consider absolute top shelf players, uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Pooh in sixth place, he's probably got the ability to be able to get up there, but I probably haven't seen it quite yet. So I'm happy with how that top six has played out. I'm stoked with that. To get number one is sensational. After that, and this is where I really didn't want to be, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven is a really, really tough spot to be. In seven is Phil. He was, before this year, he was the back-to-back winner in our comp. So I don't think Phil will be too worried. He's already got his two premierships. He's equal with me. And uh, Ryan, one of the other fellas, were the only guys with two premierships. So Phil, I don't think he'll be overly too worried about it. He's always going to keep himself above ground there. Then we've got Tom, who is another guy that really knows his super coach inside out. Very keen on it. Um, probably as keen as me and the other guys that are at the top as well. Hasn't won a comp yet, though. So a really tough spot to land. Uh, the last few draft years, he hasn't had a great... Well, I mean, last year he didn't have a great draft spot, but he managed to get Nico Hines, who we all know absolutely brained it. The year before that, he had Tommy Turbo, who was uh, rested, suspended, injured whatever the fuck it was. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been a tough few years for Tom. So it'll be interesting to see the, the head noise around pick eight there. I'm very interested to see how he handles that. Nine is Alan. He won our comp last year. Uh, that's his first prim, uh, first or second premiership. I'm not sure off the dome. Uh, but th- that spot's tough. Same as 10 with Eamon, who's another former champion. Really tough spot to be, but he won't give it any thought until we arrive there on the day. And then you got Greg, who's pick 11. Now, from pick 11 onwards, I sort of start considered do you drop down to 14 potentially uh, which will be very very interesting then you got John who was a grand finalist last year Ryan who he won uh, he's won two comps as well so he's there with me and Phil with the two premierships in 13th pick very very tough I think that's sort of where he will end up and then you got Pete Pete the poor old battler we love you mate in 14th place so he will have last pick there so I'm very keen to see how the top six plays out I know that I will take pick number one there's no doubt about that whatsoever in my mind. I think, depending on the draw, I think two, three, four, five, six. I think it'll essentially go in that order. I'm not seeing too much movement there unless buys and and um, all that sort of stuff. Unless there's draws and buys that sort of have an impact on those guys, I don't see them moving too much. From seven to 14, though, I think there could be a lot of movement. Obviously, if you... Jeez, it's tough. I do think that if you like 11 onwards, as I said, I think there's a really good chance you drop down to 14 without going through the entire, you know, um, super coach players and everything because it's way too early. Um, I would seriously consider dropping down. But I'll tell you what, I am so fucking glad that that is not my problem. That is someone else's problem to deal with. My biggest thing to worry about over the next few months is waiting for the NRL draw to come out, uh, waiting to see who the Penrith Panthers play in the last four weeks and when they have their buys. And, of course, the Manly Seagulls with Tom Travojevic to see if he has a buy in the last four weeks. In an ideal world, I'm hoping that the Penrith Panthers do not have their buy in the last four weeks. And I'm hoping that Manly, Roosters, these sort of sides, hopefully they do have a buy. And if it ends up being that you know only one of... You know, the Roosters with Teddy, uh, the Manly Seagulls with Turbo, Nathan Cleary at the Panthers. If only one of them doesn't have a buy in the last four weeks, uh, that might force me into a little bit of a rogue decision there. Pappenhausen's going to be the interesting one as well. I had him last year. He was averaging 100-odd, then got injured. It is what it is. But for coming back from that shattered kneecap and everything, I'm, uh, I'm not quite sure if he's going to... I hope he does. I really hope he does. But I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about... If I was in a position to grab him in fourth, fifth, sixth, you're just not quite sure how he's going to come back. You've got guys like Nico Hines coming off career-high years. Can he, can he match that? I probably think he can, but it's going to be tough. The other one with Nathan Cleary. 
and this is going to be really interesting. He's losing Abby Curacao ne- next season, obviously. So he comes in with Sonny Luke and with Mitch Kenny. What I wonder is, is that going to hurt Cleary or is he just going to take more responsibility and is he at an age where he's ready and, he's, and he has enough experience to really take full control of this side? He's pretty much had it the last two years, but I think Appy, uh, he's been a really integral part of this side. So losing him, it could just be a case of you give Nate the ball when he wants it, when he calls it, exactly when, when he wants that ball. This is his team now, 100%. I I think it already was last year, don't get me wrong. But I think that when you lose Appy, I'm just not sure if they'll be as good around the ruck. Sonny Luke is a tremendous player, there is no doubt about that. But I do think there will still be a lot of authority and a lot of ball going the way of Nathan Cleary. So I don't know how the loss of Appy is going to impact the Penrith Panthers based on what we've seen the last few years. Uh, Seemingly, they they can overcome losing anyone uh, and still, you know, make it work. But it will be interesting because I think this is their biggest test yet and it could have a negative influence on Nathan Cleary. Personally, though, I do think Nathan will rise above it. It's probably not going to be a reason as to why I don't draft Nathan Cleary at number one, but it is something to to consider and something that we're going to talk about quite a bit in the preseason. So really looking forward to how it all goes. Nathan Cleary finished last year with a 79-point average. If I can lock that in every week, that would be absolutely fucking huge for me. I'm just, uh, I was just having a look at his numbers last year, 79 average. I just want to see uh, if that is pulled down by this. He obviously had the send-off game and everything. So your 79 there is probably a little bit lower than what it should be with Nathan Cleary. Uh, so yeah, just getting his numbers up now to have a look at. So he obviously had his last game for against Parramatta. He only scored four points. That brings that average right down. Other than that, he played 80 minutes in every single game, to be fair. Um, so yeah, with a 79 average. So if you were to take out that four when he got sent off, and that'll give you an idea of where he is at as far as this season. He scored 1,000. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 115 points. He played 14 games, so we divide that by 13. Yeah, so his average was 86 last season, which is sensational uh, for Nathan Cleary there, an 86 average. Only beaten by Pappy, essentially. Uh, Nico Hines equaled that. So, as I said, absolutely stoked to get my hands on a Nathan Cleary. Um, yeah, so, super excited about draft now. I was very nervous about that Melbourne Cup draw and how it all played out. Uh, didn't have a horse that I overly wanted, to be honest with you, but not the horse racing guru at the end of the day. Hardly no uh, rugby league, let alone horse racing. So, stoked how it's all played out. First pick uh, for Supercoach Drafter. 2023. That's going to be a cracker. We'll have plenty of content coming in the off-season with Natty and Wooker. They're going to come down to Sydney. We're going to record a couple of episodes, so there'll be some stuff on YouTube as well for your Supercoach draft players out there, and I'll be having to work out how I'm going to work after Nathan Cleary or Turbo, whichever one I get, pending draw and buys, how I then plan my draft day after that, because this is the first time I've known where I'm going to pick, and I'm going to have a really good idea of how it's all going to play out. So I sort of, I normally tend to wing it a little bit to some extent. I tend to go off a little 
little bit of vibe. And I think over the last two or three years, it has actually cost me a little bit, to be honest with you. So a really good opportunity for me just to lay it all down, do all my homework, know exactly who I'm targeting, when I'm planning on getting them, build around Nathan Cleary or Tom Travojevic, who I know will be an 80 to 90 point average player each and every week, as long as they stay Injury free, and as I said a couple of times, pending draws and their buys at the back end of the season.